the top four things to think about when you are injured or have just succumbed to one. So welcome back to the Resilience Institute podcast today for episode 16. Um, And sometimes you can avoid them, sometimes you can't, but no matter how or why they happen, injuries suck. I've had many in my time and it's, it's actually how I got into the career I do and the job I do, um, all the injuries I had um, playing footy and stuff growing up. And they have always been extremely frustrating, no matter how little or big they were. And it feels like all of the progress of what you've been walk, working towards has just gone down the drain. But I'm here to tell you today that that's not quite true. There are many things you can do to not only minimize the loss of progress, but even make more progress in other areas and aspects of your life or your uh, your body. And today, we're gonna, as I said, we're going to go over the top four things you should be thinking about, which will help you get through to the other side easier, uh, quicker, and more enjoyable. So number one, we have do no harm. So harm stands for heat, alcohol, running, and massage. And you could almost chuck in, um, actually, no, I will chuck in icing. So basically, when you injure yourself, sprain, strain, break, whatever, you tear muscle fibers, ligament fibers, tendon fibers, you break bone, whatever. The body will, as a, um, as a healing response, it releases fluids and, and, and swelling um, to send nutrients, remove waste products and do all these funky things and cool things to um, start the healing process. So we want to allow swelling to occur so your body can heal itself, but we also don't want excessive swelling as it has the potential to cause further problems such as things like um, restricted blood flow, um, pressure on nerves um, or other structures. So the first one, heat, um, like heat packs, baths, hot showers, stuff like that, heat leads to an increase in blood circulation. Um, And what will happen is um, it can obviously increase the potential to cause excessive swelling if you're increasing the blood circulation. Um, alcohol, so not only does alcohol impair recovery of tissue, like if you drink, have too many drinks, but it also has a blood thinning effect, which means that it decreases your body's ability to actually form clots. So if you've just got injured and you can't form a clot and it takes longer for your blood to clot, the more you will bleed into that injured area and it again, cause excessive swelling. Um, R, running. So this one isn't quite as obvious to people. And obviously, yes, if you've injured anything in your lower body, whatever structure you've injured is now weaker and and you could end up tearing more muscle fibers, as we said, tendons, ligaments, bone, whatever, if you continue to put impact through it. But you may not realize that when you, because when you are healthy and you're running, you might not feel it. Running is actually a full body activity. Not only is there a lot of impact on the, on the entire skeleton from the ground reaction forces and, and impact, but it also uses a lot of shoulder, um, trunk, thoracic, spine, mobility and movement. And there is a potential to aggravate or worsen the injuries in that area if you continue to run and stress the body. And then massage. When you sustain an injury, that area is now weaker and the new cells that form can easily be retorn or re-damaged, but also like heat and alcohol, it's going to increase blood flow and heat to that area, which again can cause excessive swelling. So um, same thing with ice, We with, or not the same thing I should say, with ice, 
what it does is it stops the swelling. So now you may delay the healing process because you're stopping the body sending those nutrients and removing waste products and stuff by stopping the swelling. So unless you need to have a scan that same day or next day where you want to reduce the swelling um, so you get clearer images, um, if you don't have to get scans and, and it's been checked out by a professional, don't ice it because you could potentially be delaying um, that recovery and that healing process. Number two, so injuries can be psychologically draining. Like the feeling of potentially losing all of your hard-earned progress can be stressful and it can even in some people cause things like depression and anxiety. And this is where expectations and education and mindset are all crucial. And this is why I always recommend to see a health professional um, because you need to set clear and realistic goals that are going to help with your expectations and and minimize the potential for depression, anxiety, overthinking, um, catastrophizing and things like that. So having someone who's experienced in that area to tell you and guide you and educate you is is priceless. But also in terms of, of, of... the mental state of it is is to not only be grateful, um, but also optimistic. So in terms of grateful, like at the end of the day, you aren't dead, you're alive, you're breathing, and injuries do heal. They will heal. They have great outcomes. Um, in terms of optimistic, like focusing on the present and what you can do in this moment to help yourself is, is crucial. Like getting down, feeling sorry about yourself. Yes, it's natural and you need to experience your emotions and not just shut everything out. But getting overly down and feeling sorry about yourself and in the dumps isn't going to help you at all. Like accept help and support, listen to people and accept this new temporary normal and focus on what you have the ability to control. Like if you're injured and you have to take time off work um, or sport, use that new time for things you wouldn't usually be able to do like writing, drawing, painting, um, video games, Netflix series, Work on your side hustle, read books, learn new skills. It's all about your mindset. Like during the lockdowns, my mindset was that I'm literally being paid by the government to stay home. I literally thought of it as if I was getting paid to play games, video games with my mates, watch Netflix, work on my business and all those things. Like, yes, you may have stresses. I'm not saying like you can just easily go whoop de doo it's nothing. You may have stresses if you're missing out on work or other things, but I could have moped around that I couldn't play golf or see friends or or travel during the lockdowns, but I chose to look at the positives. Like you need to focus on what you can control and what you can do and the rest is going to take care of itself. Number three, recovery should be tenfold of a focus to what it usually is. More sleep, adequate food intake, like obviously account for the lack of activity now potentially, but ensure you're getting enough protein and micronutrients and, and be on top of your stress management. Your body needs to repair itself, but at this time, it's it's a bit more than just a bit of a standard training stress. Like training chest compared to a broke, uh, torn ligament or something is a little bit different. And sleep, as we know, is where recovery and repair takes place. So it needs to be your number one priority. And I did a, an episode on recovery and an episode on sleep, so go and check them out if you haven't already. But you need to really focus on and, and nail your recovery so you give your body the best chance to heal, repair, and recover. And number four, keep training your uninjured limbs, please. It's such an underrated component of injuries and it's rarely talked about. People have been trained and taught to fully rest and just not do anything so they can recover and they end up coming out of their injury deconditioned everywhere else. So you hurt your knee and you just stop training 
everywhere else and you go back and play footy, you now don't have shoulder strength, shoulder stability, trunk strength. You, you're not only going to be lacking performance, but now your injury risk is increased everywhere else, returning straight back to what you were doing before because you've deconditioned and you haven't been training. So keep training. Not every exercise you do requ- um, requires your entire body. Like use this time to focus on growing and, and developing another area you usually don't. Like if you've hurt your ankle, focus on your upper body, like presses, pulls, arms, get some big biceps. If you've hurt your shoulder, focus on machine lower body exercises that don't require you to put force through your shoulder, like leg presses, calf raise, extensions, curls, walking lunges. Like main, um, maintain the, the training frequency and the intensity for your other body parts. Like it's not only a great way to keep yourself well physically and in shape, ready to return to what you're doing before, but like I was saying with the psychological side, it's also so good for your mental health and, and your mindset to, to be able to push hard in the gym and still train and still feel like you're exercising and moving your body while still rehabilitating and allowing the injury itself to recover. So make sure you keep training. There's ways around it. Get help if you need. Seek someone who has experience because it's, it's vital to getting back to where you were before your injury. And that, that's it. That's my top four things to think about when you are injured. Make sure you always get things checked out and, and guided by a health professional, allied health professional, physios, EPs, um, as it's always better to be safe than sorry. And they may also help guide things a little bit better and help educate you, set expectations and, and make the process a, a whole lot more enjoyable um, and smoother. Um, through the whole process so there are always things you can do and you can control that are going to improve your outcomes tenfold so make sure you focus on those four things and until next time i'll talk to you soon